Hey there, you. I want to thank you so very much for showing up to this space with me today. It has been an honor to see the numbers of the tribe increase globally around the world from the European hemisphere to the Caribbean to all across the United States. It has been an honor and a joy to be connected with you here. And so I just want to stop for a few moments to say thank you. Thank you for every like, for every share, for every subscribe, and for every comment that you share. When you show up and you engage with me, like the post, uh, answer questions, send me DMs. I see them, I see them, I see them. And I just want to say thank you. Hey Charmers, hey Charmers, welcome into another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli, and I thank you so much for joining me today. For those of you who are returning, you know the drill, get you something sexy to sip on. I am not sipping on anything right now, so tisk tisk to me, but I hope that you have your infused water or your wine or whatever it is that um, your soul is craving right now. Whatever brings you pleasure, do that right now. Yes, bring something into this space with you as you get ready to listen to this podcast that brings you pleasure. Mm, it could be a cozy blanket. I just got that image in my mind. But bring that into this space right now and just luxuriate yourself in the spirit of pleasure. And kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Y'all know, I almost forgot. <laughs> come on in, come on in. For those of you who are new, welcome. Miss Charm School podcast is for women who are in transition, transition out of their womanhood into their queendom. What does that mean? Well, when you are in your womanhood season, it's really a me season. Your decisions impact yourself, really, and only you. When you enter into your queendom season, which I believe is God appointed, I believe all promotion comes from God, your decisions no longer only impact yourself, but they impact nations, groups of people is what nations means by definition. And so when you are in your queendom season, which could be being a mother, a wife, uh, a caregiver for a loved one, a, man a managerial position in your career field, an entrepreneur with staff members, um, yeah, just any, any way. A queendom can manifest in multiple different ways in your life where your decisions just no longer only impact yourself, but they impact others. And as a queen, it matters. Your rule and your reign matters. How you carry yourself matters. The decorum that you practice matters. Uh, your regality, your royalness matters. You know, there's things that queens are literally not able to do. Most of the times, queens can't even lift a finger. Their staff members and people around them and how they treat others and their character really matters. And so that's what we get to do here in Miss Charm School Podcast. We get to exercise that space of being in our queendom because it's my desire that we're excellent queens. Yes. Miss Charm School Podcast also is a space for modern boss babes who are looking to re-engage their feminine energy, their spirituality, and their sensuality. Because as amazing queens who are in the modern world, okay, we want to be women that engage our feminine energy required that means less effort and more receiving, which is our divine nature. We want to be women who are engaged in our spirituality because we are women who understand that there is something beyond the physical eye 
And there are some things in life that are spiritual principles. And so we have to have a very healthy spiritual practice because we are spiritual beings passing through this earthly experience. And then we want to be excellent queens that are engaged in our sensuality because it is the flair of a woman, her hips, her curves, the tone of her voice, her fingertips, her touch. The feminine energy is sensual energy as well. And that's something that is highly important for us to continue to engage in. So that's what we do here at Miss Charm School Podcast. We get into all these different types of juicy conversations and topics. And here we do the work. The women and the men who continue to show up here every week to listen still don't understand why, but you're welcome here as well. But for the women that are here, this is the space for us to do our life work so that we are indeed excellent queens in our arena. So again, thank you newbies who are here. Go ahead and like and subscribe and welcome into the tribe. In today's episode, I really wanna talk to you all about your thoughts. In a previous episode, Debrina Jackson Gandhi talked about energy and she shared how we are Our muscles are weak in the area of understanding energy. There are some things that are spiritual practices. For example, the wind. Actually, I was thinking about this the other day. Electricity powers so much in our world. It powers our phones that we can't live without. It powers our technology devices, our entertainment devices, our lights in our home for many of us. But you can't see electricity. You can see the effects that electricity has on other things. You know, electricity, when it's not channeled the right way, can start fires. Um, It can be destructive. It can, you know, fry a human being if channeled a particular way. But you still can't really see electricity. But yet it is a current. It is an energy and it has an effect. It has an effect on things and it has an effect on things as well. And so when Debrina had shared about energy, um, that's how I want us to think about it. Some people describe like a radio signal. You can't see a radio signal, but the further you get away from a radio signal, you know, static begins to come on your radio station. The closer you are to the signal, the clearer, the sharper, that signal is, but the signal is invisible. The same with the wind. The wind is a powerful force. If captured and channeled, it can create energy just like electricity, but the wind is still invisible. You can't see it with the natural eye, but yet you can feel the effects and the effects of wind all around you. So all of these different things that I'm sharing with you are different examples of energy around us that are not seen to the natural eye. And that's what I really want to dive into in terms of the energy of your mind and your thought. And I really want this to be a brief episode, but she mentioned some things in that episode that I don't know if I've really broken down for our audience here for my tribe. And so I really want to bring you guys into a deeper understanding of why your thoughts are so powerful and 
why cleaning up and renewing your mind scripture says be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that is so critically important to be in your queendom and to be in your queendom out of a place of excellence to be in your relationships and your love life out of a space where you feel like you're happy and joyous and and receiving the type of love and affection and relational companionship that you want your thoughts matter and that's not just for your love relationships your romantic love relationships but your family relationships as well your relationships with friends your relationships with others and most importantly your relationship to god and the relationship to self your thoughts matter that's the short end of it <laughs> your thoughts matter and so going back to the energy, if you think about something that you really wanted and it ended up coming into your life, if you stop to think about that process of how it came into your life, it started as a thought. Some of you own homes and there was a thought that you had in your brain about, mm, you know, by this age, I want to own my own house or whatever that thing was for you there was at some point you decided in your mind there was a thought that you had you meditated on the thought and then somewhere you just decided yes I'm going to do this and you may not know you may not have known how you may not have known when but you knew you were convinced you were assured you had a confidence or in Christian terminology you had faith that one day it would happen for you, even though you didn't know how. You had mentally made a decision. This is the energy that we often run past because we over-celebrate and saturate the physical manifestation of something showing up in our lives. But the reality is the battle really is won in the invisible, the non-physical, non-tangible aspect of your mind. That's where the battle really is won. When it shows up in the physical, it's just, I really want to say a delayed response to what you already decided and made up, decided and made peace with in your mental space. And then boom, it showed up in the physical. But in between it showing up and deciding no, no, let me take that a step back. Before it shows up, there has to be an unwavering, convinced, made up, certain mind about a thing. And oftentimes, when our results in our life are showing up as results we don't want, it's because we need to peel back the layer and look at the energy of our thoughts that we're meditating on. Perhaps our thoughts are positive and then inconsistent. Perhaps our thoughts are overly negative. And then we're wondering why we're, we are receiving negative manifestations in our physical reality. And this is an ongoing lifelong process. <laughs> but recently, Debrina shared about our guest speaker on the episode entitled Activating Men and the feminine magnetism, she highlighted this area of energy and 
looking at what's showing up in your life to be a reflection of what's actually happening internally inside of you and figuring out a way to close that gap. And I want to take some time to really kind of comb through that for the amazing Charmer tribe that's here because you guys are amazing boss babes. And guess what? You live the life of your dreams with your eyes open. But in order to continuously do that and continuously live a life that is your inner dream expressed in physical reality, we have to pay attention to our energy. We have to pay attention to our thoughts. As another mentor of mine shares so much, and it was actually like the password for a lot of her like personal accounts, (laughs) Um, thoughts are things. And maybe that's what I'll title this episode, Thoughts Are Things. Because if you can just get a real understanding of that alone, the non-physical, non-tangible thought is a thing. If you think about a table in your home or the bed that you sleep in, that was once a thought in someone's brain. You're sleeping on the physical manifestation of multiple thoughts that people have had that brought that bed into existence. One, somebody had to think of the screw, to screw in, to hold two pieces of material together, to combine and join multiple pieces of metal or multiple pieces of wood together. Someone had to have the thought of, I need to create an instrument that's going to hold these two pieces together and hold weight on top of it that had to be that started as a thought in someone's brain then someone had to think we should put a a mattress on springs and cover it in cloth that had to be a thought someone had to have a thought of the box spring someone had to have the thought of a headboard or a canopy bed someone had to have the thought of pillows And then someone thought, well, these pillows should have cases on top of them. And then someone thought, well, we should have a fitted sheet and a top sheet and all the sheets that we don't even know are all on the bed, right? And a comforter and a duvet and a down comforter and whatever. Let's put duck feathers in one and let's do Egyptian cotton over here. Like all of those things began as thought. Metaphysical non tangible, kinetic, energy thought. Your thoughts can actually be measured. When they hook you up to a lie detector test, though I've never been hooked up to one, it's reading an energy that's emitting off of a frequency. It's reading that frequency that's emitting off of your body. And that frequency is emitting off of your body for multiple reasons, but also mainly because of the thoughts that are processing through your brain because there's an energy. Now, when you take that same revelation and put it towards your relationship with your mom, your relationship with other women, your relationship with romantic partners, what are the thoughts that you're thinking? Are you constantly rehearsing that you hate your job 
Are you constantly rehearsing all the negative things that are going to happen to you today? Oh my God, I'm going to have to sit in traffic for 30 minutes. Oh my God, I'm going to have to do this. Oh my God, it's a line at the Starbucks. Oh my God, it's a line at the drive-thru. Oh my God, it's a... Are you constantly putting that energy out again and again and again and again and again and repetition and repetition and repetition and repetition? And before you know it, you subconsciously, you're not even aware, but you have a pattern of stinking thinking. You have a pattern of negative expectation associated with your commute to work, your job at work, the people that you deal with, and therefore you have a negative experience that keeps manifesting time after time after time after time. The same is true with your romantic relationships. The same is true with relationships with family. The same is true with the relationship to self. Same is true with relationship to God. But it all starts with what are you thinking? What is the, what is the energy of your mind space what is that emitting out to the universe? What is that emitting out to the world? What is that emitting out to God? God says that he will give you the desires of your heart. But what is your heart dwelling on? And this is why we have to be renewed in our mind. We have to be transformed. We can live the transformed life but it has to be with mind renewal. And so I love you charmers, but y'all call me, <laughs> y'all DM me, you message me, okay? I know some of you and your relationships, your romantic relationships and the challenges that you face, even for those who are married. And marriage is such a beautiful thing. And as Debrina likes to make the distinction, covenant marriage is such a sacred, beautiful thing. And it is two people becoming one. But if you are such the powerful woman that you are, and I believe that you are, many of us women don't even know the half of our power. I'm still exploring my power as a woman. And it's a wonderful journey that I look forward to going deeper into the understanding of. But one thing I definitely have a, an opened mind towards is that I have to mind my thoughts because my thoughts are real energy things that are producing physical fruits in my life. And this is why even sometimes a couple episodes ago, I was so frustrated with doing the work because I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing this work. I'm uprooting things from the past and, you know, healing parent parental wounds and doing all this stuff. And yes, it's very popular in culture now. We all, people have their therapists and this, that, and the third, and that's all cool and dandy. And if it's helping you get it how you can, okay? But at the same time, we have to do the transformation. I mentioned in a, in a couple episodes ago, it can't just be head knowledge. We have to get the head knowledge into our bodies so that we can be the changed information, be the transformed person. And in order to be the transformed person, you have to think the transformed thought again and again and again. Think of a chain. Every link in the chain creates a longer chain. And that's how it has to be with good thoughts. 
that that's how it has to be with loving thoughts towards yourself kind thoughts towards yourself oh my god thank you holy spirit that's how it has to be with your partner especially for those who are in covenant marriages or you're engaged and or you're dating someone that you plan to be with you hope to be with long term and if you're a woman listening to this let me tell you sis because i deal with this myself at times managing your thoughts towards that person is a real active work because just like human beings are flawed they make mistakes we're not perfect we don't always get it right you know there's times where we have emotions we're upset sometimes rightfully so sometimes unrightfully whatever but the point is is that we go through this thing called life and at times even if it's temporary People may do things that piss you off or upset you or get under your skin or trigger you or, you know, do something that causes you to step into greater healing of thyself. But if we are quick to react and not slow down and check our thoughts, which is a practice, that's a mindful practice to slow down and check your thoughts. Okay, why am I pissed right now? Why is this person triggering me? Why do I feel the need to have a reaction to them? Slow down. What is the thought process that I'm having? What's coming up for me? Is this a moment for me to lean into myself and continue to do some healing work? Or is this a moment for me to gather my thoughts and share with another person? Hey, this, this, this didn't work for me that you did. This would have been better for me. What's happening right now? We have to genuinely sometimes truly be quick to listen and slow to speak that's a practice because <laughs> if you like me okay younger sunday at 17 just popped off and would cuss you out but praise god i've come a long way amen amen okay i've come a long way to the point that now people can't even imagine me cussing them out which is wonderful that i've grown that far away from the person who did would cuss you out stink in five seconds okay <laughs> that's growth and that's something to be proud of and that's something to congratulate and pat myself on the back for absolutely and if you have that same testimony you should too but yeah the work doesn't stop and a couple weeks ago i was really frustrated about that because i'm like okay you know sometimes men in general just get on your nerves leave me alone stop you're annoying stop you know whatever people get on your nerves but sometimes controlling our thoughts or slowing down to monitor your thought and then choose something that helps you re-see the person again in a positive light think about friendships Ooh-wee. especially friendships between women Sometimes we have such unnecessary falling outs with other women. Um, we point the finger so harshly, harshly at other people. Oh, you know, they shouldn't have did this. They should know better. All the things that we say and that we do, right? And we harbor pain in our heart towards those people. Two things, because somebody is dealing with that. I'm even sensing that right now. Two things that I want to say about that. One. How do you show up as a friend to others? Are you judgmental to other people? Maybe that's why people are judgmental to you. 
Do you pick and choose who you're good to? Maybe that's why some of your friends pick and choose when they're good to you. Are you consistent and reliable irregardless of their behavior? Or do you wait to see how people treat you before you decide to treat people kindly? When you have those types of thoughts and that type of energy that's inconsistent or that says you need to prove to me first before I show you kindness and generosity, then that's why people have an inconsistency with you. That's why people seem to treat you that way as well. And so when those types of situations are showing up for you in your female to female relationships, that is an opportunity for you to do a little more healing work within yourself, a little bit more forgiveness work within yourself to become the type of woman and not even just woman, but become the type of human being that can love people, whether they stay or whether they go. And that's a very tall order. That's a Christ love for real. Because Christ, the story that I believe wholeheartedly is that he came to this world literally to turn the hearts of the children back to the father. He died so that we could see the love of the father in action towards us. He rose again as well for many other reasons as well, but also because God the father loved him and death could not hold him. Okay, we're not gonna go, I'm not gonna go to church, okay? I could, but I won't. But just from that one great example of love and of sacrifice, Christ doesn't force people to become Christians. Christ doesn't, um, you know, twist your arm and say, believe in me, believe in me, believe in me. No, you have full choice to say, yes, I believe that you came and that you existed and that you're the son of God and that you were raised from the dead and that one day I'll see you again. Or you can choose not to. Either way, the love for you doesn't change from his end towards you. And that is the calling that we're called to as excellent queens. And yes, I fall short of that level of love, okay? But I'm learning every day to open my heart wider to have that level of love for others that says, you know what? Yeah, you did some things that hurt me or maybe that person made bad decisions, but I'm still going to extend them love and extend them grace. Now, there, you know, there are people that you may not want to attach yourself to. Maybe they're making decisions that are not decisions that you want to attach yourself to. You know, if someone's abusive or someone is abusing substances and, you know, you may have a love for them and that love may always be there for them, but you may not choose to physically attach yourselves to their everyday life. That's understandable. But your heart is not closed towards them. You're the type of person that's always cheering them on that they get well, that they do better. You're the type of person that even if you don't have communication with them, that you're praying for them. God help them see their ugliness, see their wrong, free them from their addictions, free them from the hatred and the anger that they have, free them from their destructive behavior of hating other people, beating other people or hating or beating on themselves. That's the level of love that we're called to give to people. But I'm a firm believer that before we can give it to someone else, we have to receive it for ourselves. 
And this is why having a relationship with God is so important because God is love and there's nothing you can do to separate yourself from God's love. And so once you come into the revelation of how much you are loved and there's nothing you can do about it, it increases your heart capacity to receive love for yourself from love itself so that you can then give that level of love back out towards others. But if you don't have it cultivated within yourself, how can you even pour it out to someone else? You don't, you don't have it even for yourself. And that is why high level self-love is critically important. And that is why transforming yourself by your thoughts, it is important. That's why slowing down before you react, be slow to speak, quick to listen, that's a receiving thing. Listening just happens unless you have impaired hearing. Listening just happens. You can just walk by something and you're listening. You don't have to actively do anything to listen. You just receive sound. But speaking is an action. And the Bible says, be quick to listen, slow to speak. We have to slow down. One of the beautiful things about the feminine energy is that it slows you down. The masculine energy is up and busy and going and doing and doing and doing and doing. The feminine energy is relaxed. She's receiving. She's taking it in. She's listening. She's hearing. She's open. And an excellent queen sits on her throne. She will hear the subjects. She will take into consideration. Sometimes she may take a day or two before she responds because she's going to process it. And we have to be a little more slower to respond as women. Instead of so easy to pop off, so easy to cut someone off, so easy to walk away from a situation, so easy, so easy. Mm -mm. You can still love people and love people from a distance, even if they're not called to the next stage of life with you. There's no reason to badmouth friends or family or anybody because if you understand that you change and you're not the same person that you used to be, they have the capacity to change as well. So you can still love them from a pure place, from an honest place, from an authentic place. And that's the same for doing life with your husband or doing life with your best friend or doing life with your family members. That is the level of love we are called to give towards others. But all of this is because of a renewed mindset. Everything that I'm sharing are thoughts that I've strung together, one chain link after one chain after one chain until it becomes a thread of wealth and knowledge that I'm able to even share in this podcast because I have to meditate on these things. I have to think these things so that this becomes my natural reaction. How can I lean in and show love? How can I slow down right now? Cause I'm getting triggered by this person. I feel, I feel to go off. I feel like, you know, the, I love that saying, I got time today <laughs> on days where I feel like I got time today. I'm learning and practicing. Let me slow down. Why is this triggering me? If I believe that women are the leader naturally in their relationships and I'm a woman of feminine leadership in my relationship, how do I guide this ship back to love? If me and my husband or me and my boyfriend are having interactions with each other right now that feel unloving and feel unkind, 
can I slow down and connect to source, connect back to God to see, God, what's happening? Would you help me see clearly what's happening here? Especially for my wives that are in covenant marriage. God, help me see what's happening. Help me to lean into your divine wisdom and your divine truth so that I can lean into love. What are the steps that I need to take? Not my partner, not my best friend, not my mother, not my father. God, I trust you enough to deal with them and whatever is wrong or not working. But God, what is it that I need to do in this moment to lean back into love? What is it that I can do in this moment to lean into my power of feminine leadership to continue to reset the atmosphere of this space or this home or this friendship or this mother-daughter relationship or this you know parent-child relationship or whatever it is? That's the transformation. That's the energy shift. That's leaning into your power. That's knowing who you are. That's knowing whose you are. And that's knowing what power you have access to when you know whose you are. I promised y'all that this would not be a long episode, so I'm getting ready to wrap it up now. But I really just wanted to share with you to mind your thoughts. Your thoughts are things. And it is important, it's critically important that you stop today, stop stringing together so many negative thoughts. Stop liking and being like, mm-hmm, to every social media post about relationships. Because a lot of it is negative energy, even if it seems positive. Oh, cut him off. It's not serving you. Oh, da da da. People are humans. They make mistakes. You've made mistakes. How would you feel if someone cut you off every single time you made a mistake? If you're like me and you're the type of person that was so quick to cut people off in the past, it just means that you're hard on yourself. That's what God had to teach me. Sunday. You're so hard on yourself. I'm not even that hard on you. The image that God gave me one day um, when he helped me see how hard I was. I've always known I was hard on myself, but I hard on myself to the point of unforgiving, like mad at myself because I didn't get something right. That level of hard on myself. And that's my that has been my own personal private, like struggle, prayer, cry thing. And one day God was like, You can't even receive the level of love I have for you because of this example he gave me. It's like a toddler trying to learn how to walk. When they get up and start wobbling around, it's so cute. But when they fall, their parent doesn't look at them and says, say, oh my God, you fail. I can't believe it. I'm so disappointed in you that you fail. I'm so disappointed that you didn't stay walking. You need to be walking. The parent doesn't do that. What does a parent do? They smile, they clap. Oh my God, you're walking. Oh my God, yay. Pick you up, twirl you around, damn near throw you a party just because you got up and you staggered a few steps. And the Holy Spirit showed me Sunday, that's how I feel every time you get up and you try again. Every time you get up and you say, you know what, I'm gonna try to get my thoughts together again. I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna go ahead and and string two positive thoughts together. Oh, there goes a negative one. And I started reacting and having an emotional reaction and doing crazy. Sh- 
But God was like, I'm not mad at you for any of that. I'm the parent clapping and cheering you on because you attempted to get up and stagger. And the reason why a parent claps when their child is trying to walk is because their parent knows they're going to get there. They're just going through this stage. And that's what God revealed to me. We're just growing through this stage. Hello? You're just growing through this stage. He already sees the end. You got the marriage, you got the family, you got the promotion, you got the whatever it is. It's yours, it's done. He already sees that. Just like the toddler, the parent knows they're gonna walk. They're just celebrating this moment in the journey. And the child doesn't need to get so frustrated with itself that it says, I'm never gonna try to walk again. No. Maybe they cry because they fell on their butt or something. Maybe they laugh. You know, you can choose to react. You can choose to process that moment differently. And once I sat and I got a revelation of like, oh, you mean I'm loved just because I tried? That changed so much for me. It really did transform my mind with a new thought. Oh, I can actually be happy and applaud and clap for myself simply because I got up to attempt to make the effort to do it. And every day when I get up and do it again and do it again and do it again, one day I'm going to be walking. One day slowing down and managing my thoughts is going to be so second nature that I'm not even going to have to think about it anymore. I'm just going to be doing it. I'm just going to be it. The toddler is not going to stagger anymore. One day the toddler is just going to be walking. And that's what it's like going through this process. And when I could receive that level of greater love for myself, now, guess what? When my man disappoints me in relationship, I have a different perspective because I can see a parent that's clapping just because they tried. I can see that they're making an effort and one day that effort's gonna be permanent because they're gonna know, okay, this is what works for Sunday and I do this because this makes Sunday happy. Great. Right now it's just, you're learning me. So there's no need for me to get pissed. There's no need for cut you off. There's no need, there's no need for any of that hard, judgmental energy that a person can feel even if you never let the words leave your mouth because remember thoughts are things and so again y'all this is just a little sliver a little slice if you have to re-listen to it again and re-get the gems and I want to encourage you Yes, there are sometimes I do episodes where I have, this is point one, two, three that God wants you to do. And I've done that in some previous episodes. And if you want to go back and listen to those, I encourage you to do so. But in this episode, I really want to encourage you to sit with God yourself. Sit with God yourself and say, God, reveal to me one area that I can apply this lesson of this episode to with thoughts being things. How can I receive a greater measure of your love 
towards myself? Where have I been hard and unforgiving towards myself? Help me to receive your love for me in that area. And then help me see how I can love others greater in that area. First by showing me how I can love, extend greater love to myself in that area. Just try that alone. Man, the frustration that you have with other people will fade away. (laughs) A lot of it. Because it just won't matter anymore. You're not going to be triggered by it anymore because you've received greater love within yourself. Your relationships will transform just because you change the energy within yourself. You change the thoughts within yourself. You re-saw yourself again. You saw yourself more conformed, more transformed in God's love, by God's love. And therefore, you can see others with that same level of loving eye transformation. It's so worth it. I can't even believe I'm saying that. But yes, it's so worth it. As a woman who's been meditating on this and practicing this and thinking about this and sitting in this energy I'm so blessed. It doesn't mean that like all of life's challenges go away. It's like, it's almost like they come at slow motion now. Like you see them, they're still out there, but they're just so much slower. And because they move so slow, it's like they don't touch you. It's like, okay, I saw that coming. Cool. All right. Well, this is how we're going to handle it. I choose not to get upset and frustrated by it. Okay. And then in, in an amazing wonderful way people start treating you that way people have extra grace with you extra kindness with you are tender towards you loving towards you caring towards you all of the things without you even trying all you did was sit and get your ish together <laughs> Ooh. all right so that's all i have for you guys today charmers i hope that you enjoyed this episode I love you all so very much. Like, share, and subscribe this. Meditate on this. I know that it will speak to you in very deep and profound ways. I'll talk to you ladies soon. Ciao. And fellas, ciao.